Hi everyone, I hope you are having a wonderful um, morning, evening, night, whatever it may be. Thank you for choosing to be in this time and space with me and yourself. Um, I have been writing a lot of stuff, I have been receiving a lot of information, uh, especially regarding the mind, and today I wrote down some notes and I wanted to share. Um, so first, thinking about the, like, what is the mind? Because I'm sitting here observing my cat, and I have been thinking about the mind and um, its correlation to the serpent in the, uh, in the story of Adam and Eve. I use the Bible because it is sacred, and that's the uh, holy text that I'm familiar with, but all holy texts uh, provide crazy information, super, super esoteric uh, clues as to what the fuck is going on here, the one question, <laughs> who are we, what's going on, and why are we doing it? So I'm looking at my cat, and I'm saying, she has a body just like me, but she is just observing her surroundings. She is so... There's so much to see. Why do I feel like I've already seen it? What separates me from her? My mind, my human mind. But she can think and she does things. She has a brain. But the brain is the body. What is the mind? I don't know what it is. But I'm tasting and feeling the concepts of what the mind is in my truth. For truth is the truth that everything is truth. There are as many truths as there are points of view. My own truth is my own truth at this point of view. So anyways, what, <laughs> what a lovely tangent to begin a talk about the mind. So the importance of the number three the sacredness of it. It's across all religions, all cultures. The three, the first, you know, one. We are all one, and that is the first law of the universe. Everything is one, comes from the same source. The circle of life. It is a circle that is the shape, the one. And then we have the two, duality. The ebb and flow, the up and down of the vibration day and night, sun and moon, masculine and feminine, and all of its manifestations of it. Manifest in the void. And then three, the triangle, the trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, this triskelion. Those are two references to ancient religions and cultures that I am familiar with. I know there are many, many more. And once you start to see the importance of three, and you will see it in other places. Awareness is our superpower. What is the three? The mind, the body, the spirit. What makes up whatever is going on? The ineffable truth. I'm not even sure if I said that right. The mind. What is the spirit? What is the shadow of the mind? The ego. What is the shadow of body? Death. What is the shadow of spirit? nothing for spirit is essence spirit is all things therefore the shadow is nothing which is uncomfortable for us as humans naturally as death is uncomfortable for us as humans the body decays spirit does not so the mind i have seen for a while is representative of you know the serpent or satan 
What about the um, picture of the serpent that eats its own tail? The mind seeks to almost destroy itself. And we can see that in our own society. The atomic bond. The atomic bomb. You take the one. One is all things. Divide it into two. And it tries to destroy itself. What about humans breaking, breaking war out against each other? does not make sense for in this world the mind is the master and as we know the mind makes a great servant but a bad master because the mind is the ego the ego notice your own reaction that your mind gives you to the word ego you might think of egotistical thinking that you're so great and that is true that is one manifestation of it because the mind seeks to satisfy itself while the spirit you know does not even seek at all but it is love the mind goes and goes and goes this is why we meditate because the mind is this evil genius its goals are skewed and that is why it cannot be the leader And that is why if it is the leader, misery might occur because the mind loves to suffer. We suffer when we resist. When we resist bad feelings, for example, we don't like to feel bad feelings, so we try to resist it. And then we suffer because we are resisting the natural flow of what is. Quote unquote bad, bad just being a concept that we have been taught and we have all agreed to. Bad feelings are a part of existence. I was sitting here um, conceptualizing, okay, so you love this person. Um, How come I feel pain when I love a person? Hmm, Let's look into that. Why do you love this person? Because they are like you. Because they are vibrating at a similar bandwidth, at a similar frequency. So you are mirrored back in this person and you like that. You like how you feel when you're around this reflection of your own energy. But then the mind comes in. The mind mostly lives in the past and the future. So when this person goes away, there is suffering. There is only suffering because you are trying to resist what is happening. Feeling a bad feeling is not suffering. You are just visiting a state of being. Emotions are spirit. They are states of beings. They are different places. They are part of the whole. And they are the magic. So when the mind comes into play and says, Oh, but I have had so many good memories with this person. And that is what I cling to. Why does the mind create these things? Because this moment is not good enough? Because it always wants more? The ego always wants more trying to fill the void because we're not comfortable with sitting and just being everything being pointless so we create these storylines for there to be a purpose so that we're comfortable we think about the future with this person another storyline because i guess i guess this moment and what this person is is giving us right now is not good enough so we're creating this made-up storyline it's always something else besides right now And so when we cling on to that, that is when suffering, because we're not getting what we want, and we're resisting what is, which is this person is leaving right now. 
And love does not go away. That spirit does not go away. But the mind is now our master. Because we're trying to suffer. We're trying to grab something and control something. Think of a... So the circle. That is everything. The one. It's kind of pointless. The circle of life, it just keeps going and going and going. It's pointless. So the mind creates some meaning. And that's what makes us different from animals. We can build all these civilizations. We can do all these things. We can help others with our mind. But the mind is not going to get us some clear priorities. What is the difference between us and AI? The spirit, the pineal gland. They have two out of three. So the mind is their servant. And the mind, what kind of goals does it have? Does the mind have goals of universal peace and love? Or is that the spirit? Because the spirit does not really care to build. It, it is okay with just being. It doesn't have to be anything besides itself. That's the mind. That's the ego. So it's not bad. And trying to demonize it and cut it out of the picture is cutting off one out of the three facets. Earlier when I was trying to write ways to connect with the mind, ways to connect with the spirit, ways to connect with the body, I realized that all three all at the same time. The mind is our greatest asset, but also our worst enemy. Our own worst enemy is ourselves, our own mind. Awareness is our superpower. Our mind is running on a set track. Our ego has set out a track for our mind based on things it has known to be true in the past. And our reality will keep looking like the set of tracks that has been set up until we manually change it. In order to change it, we must see it first. Awareness is our superpower. What storylines are we continuing? Say someone has uh, stuck out their leg and tripped you every day for the past five years, and then you move away. Now everyone around you is trying to trip you. But wait, no one's really trying to trip you. Do you understand? So you will keep replaying this, what you know to be true in the past, as a way to protect yourself because you are scared, trying to avoid those bad feelings, trying to avoid the pain. So you'll try to protect yourself by projecting it. So in, but the spirit is just hands off. I'm just going with the flow. But the mind is neurotic. And if we, whatever we strengthen is what is going to take the driver's seat. So if we're slowing down the mind with meditation, maybe it's not going to be as neurotic. What feeds the mind? What feeds the ego? Looking in the religious text... I'm sorry if this, well, I'm not sorry, but if this triggers you because of uh, religious trauma, I understand. Just monitor it and know that it is religious trauma. There is no um, charge on religion or the book itself. So false light, Satan, the serpent, the snake eating itself, the kundalini energy, our greatest asset and our biggest enemy. Um, 
was I saying? The serpent likes the false light. The screens, the age of information, the age of the internet. We have infinite information. The mind always wants. The ego always wants. It is not satisfied with just being. And the more we feed it, the more it's going to want. And the more it's going to eat its own tail. When you deprive it, and the ego is sitting there, stomach growling, and the spirit can finally, because the spirit loves itself, loves this essence of just what is. The spirit is my kitty just sitting outside, looking at everything, just totally chilling. Not super, super happy, not super sad, neither of those, just being, being in bliss. The body is bliss sensation a feast for the eyes the feel of being in your body but we are disconnected from our body so we do not know what it's like to be at home in our body our body being one of the three we must pay attention to we must love on the body on the vessel on the spaceship as it requires when all three are in alignment, the mind, the body, the spirit, and our energy and our thoughts are focused, then we are achieving magic. And there is no wonder why this society or world we live in cuts us off from our spirit and poisons our body, for then we'd be able to do magic. A beautiful monarch butterfly is flying all around me and has been for a little bit. So nature functions on this flow. Do you think that my kitty is worrying about where she's going to get her meal? Do you think a wolf in the woods is worrying about that? They're not worrying because they just know. That is the thing. We think this mind is intelligence. And it is, but a different type of intelligence. For the spirit, the energy center, the heart center, the intuition, that is the true knowing. That is the true truth. That is the discernment. The mind is the neurotic one that loops. Always tries to find problems because it loves suffering. The mind is your name, you know. Who are you? Remembering not to demonize it because we're just going to train it. We're going to see the tracks. We're going to see what happened in our childhood. We're going to see how we perceive other people. We're going to see what we perceive and what we predict and the bad feelings and then where it comes from, what it is, how it looks like we're going to recognize it. And then we're going to change it with love by tapping into the spirit and releasing all that. See, there's so much buildup in our minds that the filter in which we see truth is blurry, is foggy. We need to clean the filter. We need to clean the mind. How do we do that? We get the body into play. The body screams. The body laughs. It writes. It creates art. It sweats. It breathes. Breathing is always connecting to yourself. But remember, awareness is your superpower. So just seeing that, just seeing, okay, I have a tendency to get jealous. And now it's in my field of awareness. 
So maybe I'm not embodying what I want to embody by, you know, not being jealous, but I see that within myself. So I'm utilizing my superpower. Intention is a big portion of the work. We're not killing the mind, we're taming it. We're loving it. We're making sure to feed it good stuff because we function on automatic mode, mostly. If we are not intentional, we are functioning on automatic mode. In our automatic mode, the mind and the ego is just simply a recorder of the things that have happened in the past. So if we're miserable, we're going to continue to be miserable until we decide to change the tracks. Something is just not going to come along and all, all of a sudden we're, we're, you know, different now. No, it's not. Our life is not uh, because of the situations. It's because of our creation of it. And that is the key. That is the hidden key that keeps us from blooming. Thinking that something outside of ourselves is controlling this. When we focus our thoughts, when we focus our stream of energy, we're going to be able to do anything. But again the stream of consciousness the filter in which we see truth needs to be clear free from all those ego fearful thoughts things that have happened in the past if we're consuming junk if we're just going on the internet and what we are feeding our mind is what is replaying in our head you can't say you want to be a uh, football star and then watch videos of cats all day because your mind is a cat land, okay? <laughs> Not a football land. What are you feeding your brain? You're going to have to put work into the train tracks, rewiring the train tracks, and then feed it what it needs to be fed in order for it to work it how you want it to be worked. So you must release it. You must clean it. And if we do not clean it, if we keep this pain, if we are not aware and we do not change it, then it results in energy blockages, which manifests in the body as well as how we present ourselves. Things, bad things keep happening to us, you know, bad luck, and then we get uh, in fights with other people. These are all manifestations of our own mind. And then we have the body that's in pain because there is an energy blockage because we are not feeling the feelings. We are not letting ourselves flow and let things move around. Our feelings are also a superpower, but we have confused our feelings with the chemical reactions that are a result of the brain. Feelings come and go. They are states of being. Once we cling on to that and create this storyline, then the mind is in the driver's seat. And then we have this whole nother state of obsessive being. But if we do not feel our feelings, we're not tapping into the spirit. We're not tapping into the trinity. We're not tapping into our magic. Feelings. Allowing ourselves to flow. Come and go. Ebb and flow. Up and down. Naturally going to change. Change is the only constant. When we fight that, we are retarding our growth. We are resisting our growth. 
The mind only knows what it knows in the past because the ego has set it up that way to try to protect itself. But then when we merge with the spirit, when we merge with the sacred sauce, the cosmic sauce, the soul, then we're learning new stuff, we're expanding, we're remembering. So if you think about the um, mind as like a little kid train track and then the train goes around every time you have a thought or every time, you know, if you're going out in public, you're taking on people's energy. You're going on your phone, you're taking on people's energy, you're taking on information and that's living within you. So you're allowing it in. But the things that you confirm within your head, it's like the train goes around and you're on the train tracks and you choose what to take off the train. Are you going to... um? There's a doubtful thought coming through that you look ugly. Are you going to allow that into the garden of your subconscious? Are you saying, come on down? Or are you just letting it pass? Because there's a million trains going on a day, and they're all going to pass if you let it. Because that's the natural cycle of the train. That's the natural cycle of the thought, the mind. Comes and goes. But you can slow the train down. Meditation. Truly the magic key that I'm putting myself onto that I just won't fucking do for some reason. Because the mind, I guess, wants to be in the driver's seat. The mind has a hard time with just being. Wants to eat its tail so bad. So the mind is also, it's a good thing. It helps us accomplish things, helps us, helps others. If the spirit is in the driver's seat, it's a good servant, not a bad master. And then the body itself is also the animalistic nature of ourselves. So in honoring that too, we want to eat, we want to have sex, we want to move, we want to sleep. We have that animalistic nature, and that could be why we have that protection, and the mind is so big on protecting. Because that animalistic nature, it is 3D, like we get hurt physically. But then the mind just goes absolutely berserk and tries to protect from every single thing that I ever felt in the past. (laughs) Tries to be in control. It can never be in control, because there are infinite... Reality is infinite infinite train tracks and we're only on one right now and we think that this one that we're on is truth no this is just our train track but we try so hard to avoid the bad feelings quote unquote even that is just a label So a secret to manifesting and creating the life that you want and being an artist and um, receiving these divine ideas and knowing what to do next is simply letting it come because there is a force, you know, that, that soul, that spirit, higher intelligence, but we must surrender. When we search for it, we are chasing it. We are pushing it away. But therein lies another hijacking, a lie of the matrix that we must work so hard to get what we want. No. We relax into the flow, into the magic of the natural happenings. So we don't have to try to be better. We don't have to try to be this amazing thing. 
we just have to filter away all that stuff that we have taken on. We have to see all the contracts, all the thought patterns that we have believed to be true that live within us and then rework them. Awareness is our superpower. What thought patterns are we playing into? What belief systems? What do we believe to be true? Do I believe that I am not worthy of this and so I'm not allowing myself to have it? Um, Do I believe that I will never be this? Do I believe that I have to work very hard in order for this to happen so I'm not allowing myself to? What roles am I playing into? Am I playing into someone who is a crutch for a person who cannot help themselves? Am I taking someone's power away because I'm choosing not to help myself? Am I acting, you know, what roles am I playing with this person? What are my needs? How am I getting my validation met? Where am I looking for my validation and why? Where in my childhood was I not getting that validation that I needed as a natural being? Natural beings, they need that love and attention. What happened? The childhood is the key, truly. Everything happens within the couple first years. You can look at it like you created that to be able to learn from that, break that, and then it has to do with your mission, it has to do with your purpose. That our mind, ego has created, which is not a bad thing. There's one thing to know something and there's another to embody it. So we can know that, okay, I am jealous and it's not true. But then we still feel that because we are not yet embodying it. But the fact that we are knowing that, we are using our superpower, which is awareness. Okay? And we don't have to be better. We just take away the unnecessary conditionings. The body is also bliss. So that feeling good, that's just being in the body. But if we're, you know, smoking the vape and we're doing all these chemicals and not getting proper sleep and we're cut off from the sunlight and not moving our body, we must move our body to connect with the body. We must feel connected to the body. That is the bliss. We just need a little bit of each. Then we're flowing. If if we're not paying any attention to the body... The system's not going to flow. If we're not paying any attention to the mind, the system is not going to flow. If we're not paying any attention to the spirit, the system's not going to flow. We need all three for it to be whole. All things is love. The spirit is love. So even within the pain, there doesn't have to be unnecessary suffering in spirals. Because you can still feel that pain and that unnecessary, but it's not suffering because you know it comes from love and you know it is love. These affirmations are a really great way to rewire your brain. In order to get the best affirmations, you can look at the way your brain functions and then seeing what thought patterns you hold in order for your mind to say those things to you. Remember, the mind likes to suffer. The ego likes to suffer, so it will try to get you to suffer. And it's going to, you're going to want to go down that path because it's comfortable, because it's easy, and you know it. You're familiar with it. So, okay, let's do this again. We are quote-unquote creatures of habit. You must be brave enough to go down the uncomfortable route until the uncomfortable route feels good. And then feeling good is your day-to-day. You're feeling good most of the time and you're not feeling super happy. You're not super ecstatic, but you're just pleased with just being. 
it's very comfortable to be sad when you have been sad. And I know that firsthand. And I also know that being happy is so much better. Still working on accepting both of them. But the mind also needs to be put into play because the purpose of this earth mission is so that we can manipulate energy. We are in this different density where we have this physical, but how can we create magic? We have this body, we have this human mind. The mind, you know, can tell you, uh, for example, your boundaries. You can love with your spirit and you love everyone unconditionally, but then your boundaries know, okay, I'm not going to do that because of this. That's the mind, but it's coming into play and then it's working and then you have your body and you're not doing it and then all of a sudden you're in alignment and then you're creating magic and things are just flowing. The mind also is unfamiliar, um, is, is scared of the unfamiliar. It resists it. Because it wants to control. It wants to put something in a box. Your body is your battery. The sun is the way to charge your battery. Breath, way to charge your battery. Body, breath, sun, water. Paying attention to it. Stretching, feeling in your body. Really feeling. Feeling those feelings. That is that magic. And the mind can humanize this love the mind can put this cosmic sauce into this 3d realm we can conceptualize it in a way that we can work with it we're still you know dumbing it down almost the way i view it but we're making it so we work with it in an alchemy in an alchemy way in an energetic way so we can manipulate this energy and create what we want to create making sure who is in the driver's seat Something that is not serving the self because then self-destruction happens. I hope this was something. I love you. Thank you. Have a great day or don't.